and then you control the offers. You control the whole entire process. So the big question is what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Elite Agent Secrets. Today, I'm joined by Maurice Robichaud. Now, Maurice has been in the business for over 21 years, and the rap sheet follows with over a 1,000 homes sold. He's based out of New Hampshire, and today we're going to be covering some juicy topics that include lead gen, the hard topics of accountability, and even harder topics of consistency and doing the hard work. So strap on your seat belts because over the next few minutes, we're going to cover exactly how... Maurice has sold over a thousand homes. So Maurice, super excited to have you on the show, my friend. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Good. I'm excited to be here. You know, I get your invite and, uh, you know, usually you get a bunch of them and you're like, yeah, but you know, I liked your approach. So figured I would just get on and, uh, you know, run with it, you know? Love it. Love it. They're usually they're a ton of shit. <laughs> we can just say it, but we have a fun podcast. So, you know, we will pop podcast podcast. There you go. It's, just, it's the uh, immigrant slang lingo language coming out and the accent right yeah. um, but you know what i thank you for for hopping on i mean I, I saw what you've been doing in new hampshire it's been absolutely amazing um and there's we have listeners really from all over um i want to show people that no matter how big or how small your state is you can do it you can push some serious volume but it didn't happen overnight, right? No. So to take us back. Take us. Do you remember what your first year looked like 21 years ago? I mean, this was a totally different business. Well, you know, when I first started, so I, I, I worked for, you know, a big investment firm, got laid off. Um, was I had a buddy that did real estate and he would always, you know, we go out partying every night and I'd have to go into Fidelity. And he'd be like, we're going back out tomorrow. And I'm like... Dude, like I gotta go to work, and he's like, ah. He goes, I, 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 I do real estate. I'll sell. I, I till I sell one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and whether it happens in March, April, May, once I make that, I'm done. I don't work the rest of the year. So I was like, oh, this sounds like a good gig, you know. So I got into it, got my real estate license, um, and then, you know, I'm like, where can I go to make money right away? So I actually worked for a guy who was a Craig Proctor coach in my town. Um, you, I don't know if you know him or not, but uh, it's pretty big in the area, Brian Moses. So, you know, I worked for him. He had a team at the time. It was the only, he had, a, he started a team back before teams were even, you know, big. So, you know, I got on with him um, and literally followed his system right to the T. If he told me to wear a red suit, I wore a red suit. You know, he would, we were doing it's like 10, 11 of us or maybe 12 at one point doing 400 homes a year. You know, we did the Craig Proctor system, lead gen, um, you know, ran the ads, followed the ad, you know, and we consistently came in and whoever came in the office, you know, would get a majority of the leads. The leads would come through ro- rotation. Back then, I, I think it was like agent agent office or something we used for a CRM or something. So it was, it, um, 
So I just got into it, kept following it, doing it. And then, you know, I was like, you know, I was on a team, you know how it goes. Sometimes, you know, you're feeling you're paying too much to the broker. So, you know, you go to him, you ask for um, a better split. He's like, listen, the amount of money I spent on leads and everything, um, you know, I just can't do it. So, you know, I left, went to Remax, became, a, you know, my own little independent agent for a while and didn't do the lead gen. Didn't do anything. My market, my sales dropped like a bomb. You know, it was just kind of uh, like, ah, oh, that stuff's overrated. It doesn't work. So started doing that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something here. Um, I did okay at Remax. It was always, always, always in the top five. So, I mean, I did business, but it wasn't crazy high volume like I'm doing now. Um, so I got burnt out on that. Um, you know, my broker didn't really want to, at the time, didn't really want to do some of the stuff that my old broker used to do. He's like, yeah, we don't do that stuff here, that type of marketing and advertising. So one day I just woke up and said, you know, I'm going to start my own company and I'm going to do whatever I want to do, obviously legally and ethically, but do everything that, you know, you know, that corporate America and some other brokers don't want you to do, um, as it doesn't fit their old school you know, dinosaur model of, you know, here's a phone, you know, sit in a cube and, you know, and here's a phone book and, you know, or in, and call your sphere, you know, go knock on doors and call your sphere versus the lead gen. So I opened my own company. Um, I think it was like 2013, Aris Realty, um, started that and a bunch of the agents that work, few of the agents that worked over there with me, um, he said, hey, you know, we want to come over with you because I was helping them over there. So a few of them came over. So it was like two or three of us at the time. Um, I started doing coaching again, started getting into, you know, back into the lead gen and uh, getting into that. So and then I then I, you know, I got a CRM. I interviewed a bunch of CRM companies um, and I chose I don't I chose uh, commissions. I use commissions, Inc. I left commission saying literally the beginning of this year and my agents hate it. So we're actually going back. Um, so now we're in the middle of a transfer again, but you know, are you, are you going back to commissions or yes, going back to commission saying the lead only because of the lead routing, the lead, it's, it's a great system. You know, you always think something's better and it, well, I didn't leave because of cost. I just left because someone tried telling me that, Oh, we do this, we do that. Um, and it's, it's always like the shiny object, right? Which is, yeah, I think the biggest downfall of our industry overall, there's always quote unquote, something better out there. Everybody's looking for the secret pill that they, I, the, you know, and the irony is when we we're naming the show, that, that's I, what have we have the I have gone to every coach I've coached with oh, so many of the big ones spent probably hundreds of thousands in coaching for, you know, just being attached to a coach. It's the same regurgitated stuff over and over. And every time you find out it's marketing, lead gen, and making the calls. That's why I love the movie. Why don't we dive into some of that? First year, how many transactions that, that you have done and what did your progression look like? Like, did you do like two deals in your first year or did you do like 20 deals. No, I was on a team. So the system that he had in place, which was the team. And, you know, 
I, anybody that's a new agent that has no clue what they're doing, get on a team. Let them give you the lead gen. Let them do it. Let them, you know, if somebody's, you know, willing to bring you on, learn. Learn for a year or two. Then if you feel you become your own part, you can do your own thing and learn. Just swipe and deploy. Copy. That's what I did. When I left, went to Remax, I literally copied what my old broker was doing. I literally said, oh, I'm just going to start running the same ads. I'm going to start doing the same exact thing. It's amazing. Like swipe and deploy. You literally take the postcard they mail out, take their name off it, put your information on it, put your picture and your company name. And that's it. But, you you know, you can get these leads, but you got to call them. You have to. So when I was with Brian, I mean, I literally, I had friends that didn't go on a team and were out of the business in eight months. I joined the team. I was on the team for two years and I was doing 20, 30 deals a year right out of the gate. I'm a brand new agent, calling leads, doing it. Um, which, which ironically is our topic number one. So if you were doing 20, 30 out of the gate, then it had to be, a, you know, the backbone of that was lead generation. So what kind of lead generation did you guys do? Like, what did that look like? And why is that, you know, such a big pillar of the business? Well, back then before, this was before social media, right? So it was a little tougher. It was newspaper ads. We did little editorial ads. Um, You know, there were Craig Proctor editorial ads, 27 tips to sell your home, just all kinds of um, different type of ads we did, you know. And, And how has that evolved now to today? Oh, now it's even easier. You you plug it, you do it right into, you know, Facebook and you can broadcast everybody for 10, 20 cents, you know, per click or per lead or whatever. You know, Facebook, if you know what you're doing, you can get some a real lot of cheap leads. And again, you have to filter through them, find the nuggets and you're not going to convert every single one of them. You know, you can't have the attitude of, oh, you know, I just got 10 leads. One was Peter Pan. I love the the way some of these, you know, lead companies now you do, you, you know, you run some ads and, but someone only puts their address in. If they just put their address in their game, like if their home address, I can put them right into skip tracer and mojo or that I hit a button. It literally pulls up all their information. I call them and they're like, Oh, I never even put my full information in. Or when they put a swear word in, Hey, F you at, you know, 322 main street. I'll go it, call them, and then I'll literally go over a closing six months later with them. And do you know you put FU in on the CRM? Because they don't know. They go on so many websites. They don't know who's what or what they did. But if I have their if I have their address, their game, that's why I like trying to generate as many seller leads as possible because you can track those. You know if that house sold. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. So speaking of seller leads, right? Uh, as you know, or if you ever listen to the show, anybody listening to the show, I'm a big advocate for online internet lead generation. That's how I've built my business over the past year, year and a half. And this is all I know for the last seven or eight years. I mean, last year we did over 970 million. This year, you know, I'm out on my own. We're doing okay, like quite well. I'd want to toot my own horn here. Um, But I hear agents all the time saying Facebook sucks, Instagram sucks, these leads suck, this doesn't work, that doesn't work. And I'm like, 
shut the fuck up, get to work. But right. they'd rather, but they'd rather send out a referral of $10,000 in postcards uh, and maybe get one call off it and make six grand. It's it's amazing to me how – so I, I remember there's a KW around here. They used to the, – all the KWs years ago used to invite all the local brokers. If you, Even if you weren't a broker with them, they would invite all the top brokers and then we'd sit in a room. And I remember they divided us all up in like the million dollar, you know, all these different tables, million dollars, five million, 10 million, 25 million. So I know we're sitting up on the high end table having a conversation and we're all talking. And the most common theme, everybody that's making money is we pick up the phone or we have people making calls or we use the phone. That's why I love the Wolf of Wall Street movies. I can pick up the phone and start dialing. You know, the ABC baby. Yeah, it's the best. I play that at meetings. You know, does your wife think you're a useless piece of crap? Right. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Right. But, but right. It's so true. You know, so but you go and then you start going down. You go like so they set you down at the tables where there's a million dollar like they're doing a million in volume, not GCI. We're just talking four houses, which becomes a million dollars back then. That's how they did it. and you sit there and you go, so I go, so what do you guys do every day? Well, you know, I just kind of hope for my sphere to call me, you know, text a few here and there. Um, I send out a lot of mailers to the same streets all the time. Like, so how much have you spent doing that? The phone is free. You can just go, you can call these people. So are you saying like start calling like Fizbo's expired, withdrawn, canceled as part of your LinkedIn? Call some, especially expired, especially with the tools now with Mojo, Sync, with the dialers built in. So a lot of people, so a lot of the agents that work with me go, how do you still, how do you alone sell 60 homes plus manage all of us and all the deals and everything? So in multitask, but a lot of people say you can't multitask. They try to do, make you do these tasks like where try to sit, do call, count to one to you know, one to a hundred and do ABCs at the one time. That's not a multitask. That's like more thinking. My multitasking is every morning you wake up, how many emails do you have? And you sit there and you're clicking through them. What What is the best time is to have a mojo dialer with a three dialer, three, yeah, you know, triple line, line, baby, triple line dial in with a headset on with two screens. I have two screens. While I'm going through my emails, Mojo's making calls. And they'll do 40, 50, 60 calls between 8 and 10 o'clock. And you those, and that's a, doing that at the same exact time I'm going through emails. So as soon as someone answers, I turn my head to my next screen and I have a conversation with them. And then I move on. So when my agents do their call log and, you know, they show me they've done, you know, 20 calls for the whole entire week. I'm like, dude, I did that Monday morning from 8 o'clock to 810 what did you do the other six days and 24 three hours of the day right like call wise when they call through their call logs like what do you do all day so so what i want to do is because we're unpacking a lot in a very short time frame and we are a little bit limited on time i want to dive into um what you're focusing on, which is sellers. You said that you are probably one of the only people that I know or I talk to that is 
saying, I'm going to focus online lead gen on sellers. And then it looks like you're complementing other ways, aka calling, or let's say if you are doing some mailers to complement, to also bring in sellers, because we all know sellers generate buyers. A listing is going to bring in one or two, or maybe even three buyers. So I was taught many, many years ago that listings were king. And I didn't follow. I went through it because buyers were easy. Buyers were cheaper leads. Buyers would come in and, you know, they were just so abundant. Buyers. We're talking about two to five, maybe 10 back bucks a lead on the buyer side for anybody listening, right? Yeah. It was even cheaper some, a little bit ago. Some seller leads, if you went some quality ones, can be 50, 60, 100. And if you do a radio ad or, or you know, TV, you're talking big money a lead. But I don't do any of those. Um, I do mostly home evaluation leads. Um, I do, you know, we do FISBOs, expireds. Um, but so from a mechanics, let's say you're doing home evals. I'm assuming you're putting them on Facebook. You're running an ad. Yep. Google. Are you dropping them to Facebook lead forms? Or are you dropping them to a funnel for anybody that's listening? We're doing, I, have a, I have a funnel company now building me out two funnels. I'm actually building in a referral company right now. Um, awesome. called roomly.com. You're going to be able to do video chat with an agent. It's basically going to be um, referral based, uh, basically bringing the relationship back to real estate, you know, to the people that are getting bombarded somewhere where people, clients can go, where they literally share the app, they can share it to their friends where they're not going to get, I know we do do the call. So, but a place where they can go, and they don't, they're not, cause you know, you, you work with some of these, you know, you work with home light, you work with, um, fast experts, you work with all these referral companies. I mean, you call these leads and even realtor.com, all of them. I mean, the client, if you don't call them the second you get it, they're like, listen, we're all set. We've already got 45 phone calls cause they're selling that data to everybody. Yeah. Um, and it's terrible. So see, with, with your own online lead gen, like Facebook, people don't realize like these are your own leads. They're not yeah. going anywhere else. Like can they opt into other places? Absolutely. Most likely. Right. Yeah. But when they're opting into your ad, like somebody from your team is not taking that lead and selling it to somebody else. Like yeah. it is your $40, $50 lead or $60. Yeah, your lead lead. And if you nurture or collect, I mean, there's leads, seller leads we had like, one of my agents today just closed two. One was a six hundred thousand, or a, and what was it? She sold two units in a neighborhood. She wanted a different unit in the neighborhood. She sold that one for five, and the other one was six hundred. It was an old sink lead that was three years old that he just kept calling and nurturing, and she finally said, "Hey, I'm ready." I mean, you know, that's thirty thousand dollars in commission off a a lead that we got four or five years ago for twenty bucks. Well, whatever it was. So what I was told was listings are the key. So basically, you know, you want to win a war, you put boots in the ground. I call it you put posts in the ground, listing posts, signs. You get from a listing, you get leads off the sign. You get brand recognition. The more signs that you have in your area, I get calls all the time. They're like, dude, you're killing it. Like, why? He goes, I, or I'll be at a bar and they'll be like, or somewhere at a restaurant. They're like, oh, we see your signs all over town. That gives a big brand, brand awareness and you got to put them in the, in the ground anyways. Yes. And you control the commission structure. Your office, yeah. had, you know, you can't talk commission over, you know, but 
you know, we talk, you know, your office has commission, but depending on what you, you want to give say, out. Okay, this is an unfiltered show. Let's talk money. <laughs> no, 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 but you can't, you can't talk yeah. apples or whatever, but you're, you're the co-broke that you can give out. You can control. So say, you get, say you get six <laughs> apples and everybody else is only giving out two apples, then you give two apples and then you can, and then you control the offers. You control the whole entire process versus you working with a buyer, you throw it into the agent, you know, the agent has another job. They don't answer their phone. Hey, where's my offer? Are you, are you submitting it? Oh, well, you know, um, I don't get off of work till four. Um, then the sell is here or, Hey, can I show this property? Oh no, it's assisted. And you know, I only work three hours a day. I don't work weekends. Um, it's just all the stuff that you have to deal with when you're, when you don't have the listing, when you have the listing, you control it. You, it's just, it's, and then, you know, listings make babies, you know, people see your signs and the neighbor sees it. They call you, Hey, I want to sell my house. You get that sign buyers. And then, you know, all the buyer leads that come off those, cause you're marketing, you're not running an ad, find, you know, homes, 300,000 in Nashua, you're we boost our listings. So when I get a listing, I put the URL in sync and my face, I take this sync URL, I put it in Facebook, cut and paste it in. And then once it loads, I take away the URL and it, it still stays there. And then we list, I literally, it takes me two minutes and I hit boost. I hit the area that I want to boost and I launch it out just listed. And the amount of leads that we get for so cheap money on that, it's crazy. So it just, it just shows just listed and it goes and we just run it, we run it for 30 bucks. And it, so and for any, because you weren't fast for anybody that missed it, guys, we're talking about the just listed ads. They are by far the best, the cheapest, and also the highest quality and intent type of leads because they're inquiring about a specific property that they like. Similar to what you do on Zillow and Realtor.com and any anywhere else. So now all of a sudden, you have somebody who's inquiring about the property. And if you know how to navigate that conversation, you can spin him and switch him from, hey, you know, I can show you that house. Maybe not a right fit, but now I can show you all these other houses all at the same time. Well, so nice that's, what that's what you're saying when you're saying listing makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and then when it's nice too, so when you do that, Someone shares it with their friends that know that's looking. Hey, Mary, look, this house just listed. They go on, they click, they start sharing it. And, and it organically, it's going everywhere. So now it's brand recognition. I call leads sometimes like, they'll ask me, how much do you spend on advertising? I'm like, why? He goes, because we see you everywhere. Like, because we yeah. use Facebook, social media. And some of these, some of these leads are 10 cents, 15 cents, 20 cents. It's ridiculous how cheap and they especially are. especially retargeting stuff, which we may have to leave that for another episode. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one -on -one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below.